Richard was down in the experimental remote exploration vehicle Neptune, while his old friend and associate, Nick Greenbaum, was in control of Salacia, Neptune's even more experimental sister. Neptune and Salacia were easing themselves side by side down towards the upper reaches of the abyssal trench three miles beneath Poseidon's hull. The broad beams of light with which the vehicles were festooned probed the inky darkness of the deepest ocean reaches. At the moment, they illuminated little besides each other, but from the surface down it seemed that this part of the ocean was as dead and deserted as the still sky above it. Every flash of early colour and later movement had turned out to be some shard of rubbish, some sliver of plastic trapped at the confluence of the mighty currents swirling purposefully around them. During the two hours of the dive so far, the sunlight in the upper waters and the halogen lights further down had shown far less life and far more rubbish than either Richard or Nick had expected. One or two schools of lean tuna, three or four cruising sharks, but all around, sloping down the sunbeams, seemingly endless curtains of plastic fragments undulating lazily like the flakes in a world-sized Christmas snow globe. Richard half expected to see Santa or a snowman towering somewhere behind the restless blizzard. But as they had explored deeper and deeper, with no apparent lessening of the glittering whiteout, his festive thoughts had darkened, and his open face had folded into an ever-deepening frown. Even at a thousand metres down, Salacia seemed to come and go as the polluted water thickened and thinned around her. Things had not improved, in fact— until the vessels hit the real deeps more than two thousand metres down, where the icy waters set up thermal barriers as impenetrable as strata layers in rock formations, and the currents of the upper ocean became irrelevant. While Richard knew the workaday outlines of the crab-like Neptune perfectly, he was constantly struck by the futuristic beauty of her younger sister. Salacia was an elongated teardrop, of the most indestructible crystals, toughened glasses, and tempered alloys available. Where Neptune gathered her lights, arms, cameras, and propulsion systems, all beneath a roughly circular carapace designed to protect her more delicate parts from the unimaginable pressures of the deep, Salacia appeared to have the gossamer vulnerability of a jellyfish. Her bow section seemed to be one big drop of unbreakable crystal. The rest of her Lights, arms, propulsion and all, arrayed around and behind that one unwinking silvery eye, like the tendrils of a Portuguese man-of-war. And yet, as Richard was well aware, the appearance of fragility was utterly misleading. Salacia was an extension of the Chinese Jialong deep-sea exploration programme, which had already sent men more than 7,000 metres deep. She was designed to go where even Neptune could not venture, down to the bottom of the Challenger Deep, a place visited by very few, by Picard and Walsh in 1960 and by James Cameron in 2012. A place apparently as dead at seven miles down as the plastic poison surface was above. And somewhere in between the two marine deserts, sat the two deep-sea exploration vessels, with almost nothing to observe except each other. The screens in front of Richard showed much more than Salacia's picture etched against the glittering blackness all around her. They gave full-spectrum analysis of everything anywhere near Neptune herself—thermal imaging, 
3D broad-spectrum sonar modelling of the ocean bed towards which they were easing so carefully. Temperatures, pressures, and, crucially, depths. Just coming past 4,000 metres now, Richard rumbled, his gaze flickering steadily over the range of familiar readouts. He lifted his right hand briefly off the control to adjust the micro-mic at his throat and ease the earphone slightly. Seabed, another 3,500 metres below. 3,437, observed Nick's precise Boston tones in Richard's head. Yes, I see. I think Celestia's readouts are more accurate than yours. I was just rounding up, countered Richard easily. The seabed immediately below us is only the upper edge of a cliff in any case. The cliff foot is another 1,600...